And that's how, with just using a 3DS, some common dish soap, and the blood of an innocent, you can summon Satan. Um, what? Well, see, a lot of people think that it takes more than that. Sometimes people think goats, things like that. No, it doesn't take a goat. Just use the touch screen like a Ouija board. No, God, no. Did you not hear the other stuff I, I said? You, you need to pay attention more often. There's at least seven ingredients you've skipped there. You need dead sea salt chalk, the skull of your enemy, okay, freshly, freshly sprinkled dew of the morning. Dew? Dew. Or dew? Dew. A dew. Freshly Bless sprinkled you. dog dew. Dog dew. No, 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 no. It's the, the ethical, the ethical man's <laughs> unbridled man. spirit. <laughs> do do, um, and then you mix everything together. Not obviously in the same container because I've been discussing. You don't blood and shit in the same container. That's another ingredient, by the way. Um, but blood That's the innocent front cover of a Metallica album. It is. Um, but then, but then what you do is you say the incantation. Satan appears, grants you free wishes. And then obviously you meant to say, I set you free, because that's a nice thing to do. And that's where the film Aladdin was based. Oh, that's genies. You're getting genies mixed up with Satan again. No, no. You're thinking of jinns, which are ancient demons from... Uh... Animal spirits. Jinns of animal spirits. Okay. D-J-I-N-N. Again, I feel like we're on a completely different... Mm. I, I feel like maybe we need to summon Satan and just clear this up with What's him. that, you've wasted a minute and a half already? <laughs> good at that. But yeah, so that's what Aladdin's based on. It's odd because you didn't think they had 3DSs back then, but they just called them. Because uh, Aladdin set in the future. They called them Game Boys. Anyway. Welcome to Crit Apocalypse, oh, episode 39. Sure, why not? 37? Yeah. 38. Could be one of them. 37? I think it's 39. We're a bi weekly podcast and we review stuff. This week, Ant's going to go first. Ant? What are you going to review, buddy? I'm... Oh, God. I'm oh, gonna... the pressure's mounting now, isn't it? Look at you, yeah. crumbling. Like the cliffs of Dover, slowly eroding. I'm going to review something no one has watched. Because no one watches it. Okay, good. Uh, Walking Dead, season six. I've seen that. No, you didn't. No one watched it. Because everyone hates it. Everyone goes, oh, Walking Dead sucks now. Everyone keeps saying it's the worst thing on television. Worst thing it's sliced bread. But everyone eggs. keeps watching it. Because everybody loves bread, bread, but no one wants to get AIDS. Yeah. And it's just got announced today that it was the number one rated show this season. Fourth year in a row. Yeah. So, you know, obviously people like it. It's because Creed starred in an episode. Creed wasn't in an episode of Walking Dead. So anyway, this season of Walking Dead, it's uh, roughly sort of leading up to episode issue 100 of the comics, thereabouts. It's like, you know, all sorts of stuff goes down. There's some guys that are called, what are they called again? The Saviours? Yeah. And they're like, oh shit, we're going to deal with these bad guys. And Rick's like biting off more than he can chew. And he sort of thinks we're going to do good for the local area. We're going to deal with the bad people and we're going to help protect the other people or whatever. And, you know, he sort of learns some lessons. He's not quite as violent as he was in the previous series. He's not ripping anyone's throat out with his teeth in this one. Yeah, but that's because he's got a gun. He's not he, executing he's got, people. He's got bullets that fire out multiple throat yeah, ripping devices. He's making a concerted effort this time to be a little bit nicer. They should in be this worried. series, you know why? Because I just ate a dude's fucking throat. But he's all like, you know, and it all leads up to this whole episode where he does everything he can to not get into a shooty shooty bang bang fight, which doesn't make any sense. This is the first time he's actually trying to be safe. He's got a pregnant lady who's miscarrying, and he's all like, "I ain't gonna get into shooty but shooty bang. We're gonna do this right." Wait, Maggie's last name is Carrying. She's miscarrying. 
Yeah, Miss Carrying. Miss Maggie Carrying. A pregnant lady who is Miss Carrying. What? Don't make light of miscarriage. She missed a carriage? Yes. Okay. But he's like, avoids getting into all this sort of trouble and it all backfire and then Jeffrey D. Morgan shows up and be charismatic for ten minutes. And then who does he kill? We don't know. It was Glenn in Darryl. the comics. I reckon it's Sasha. You reckon it's Sasha? Yeah. Do you not really know Abraham. Me? Someone said that it might be Aaron. And I was like, Aaron in the comics is a lovely guy. Don't want Aaron to die. Which one's Aaron? The gay one? Yeah. The one who's got a fella. Yeah. I like Aaron. There's yeah. not enough gay fellas in the in the future. It's Daryl Dixon. Daryl's not gay. He's just into very young ladies. He might be gay. He might be gay. If he is, then it might be like black people in the I mean, Den. It might be and, one in, one out. Him and Merle. Up in the cabins. Didn't have much They're to brothers, do. They're They're also southerners. You know what? Do you think he went back to that roof and he was like, Mer, you hid! And he picked up the hand and it was in a gnarled fist and he went, well, this brings back memories of the cabin. We took it from the rooftop. That's where they chained him up, remember? They left yeah. his hand there. Yeah, I know. He was handcuffed. Oh, they left his hand there. They didn't... Yeah, they didn't take it with them. Daryl didn't pick it up and go, I'm going to put this next to my meth. Hmm, no. And then on Lonely Nights, I'm going to take this and I'm just going to force it right up in my mangina. He's got a mangina, has he? He's got a mangina. Like old Greg. Yeah. Anyway. Sometimes I do the, the, I do the emu and sometimes I go for the jackhammer. Okay. I let people just imagine what I was doing with my hand there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that was fantastic. The season's been all right. It's built up. It's nice progression on it. There's a bit more action going on than there's been in previous series. Yeah. Um, did they only they only had the one episode that was like a sort of longer spin-off episode, didn't they? This series. There's usually one every series. They had the whole no, one with. No, they had like um, three. There were like three hour and a half long episodes. Well, you know, they usually have the episodes that are just like like one episode that's self-contained and has nothing to do with the rest of the story. They only had the one this series, wasn't they? Which was the one with, uh, what's his face? Morgan. Morgan, yeah. Morgan hanging out with the Melty Man from Volcano. Yeah. Who is Brian Doyle Murphy or? Sure, why not? Brian Dennehy. Um, Brian Dennehy? No. Uh, what is his name? <laughs> Whoever it is, he, there was a podcast I was listening to and he, they were saying that he deserves a statue because of the scene in Volcano where he lifts up a man and he walks into the lava and he's slowly trudging through the lava and he throws the guy. Oh. To safety. Do you remember Volcano? Have you seen Volcano? I don't know. I haven't watched that for years, man. That's okay. a forgettable film. But yeah, it's been a decent series, this one of Walking Dead. They've um, upped their gore effects a little bit in here and there. They had that nice uh, shit zombie that they dealt with in one episode. Yep. That was lovely. Um, lots of zombies getting caught on things. They seem to be using a lot more animatronics as well, I'm noticing. Quite a few little animatronic zombies going on. But it was a decent series, and next series, if it follows the way the comic is, I reckon it's just going to be like the build-up to and then the eventual war with Negan, and then maybe they can finally jump forward a few years and explain why Carl ages, ages quicker than everyone else. Well, that's what they did in the comics. Yeah. Um, and we get to the Whisperers properly. Yeah, instead of just hinting at them. Um, yeah. So, did you? would you recommend watching? Yeah. Walking yeah. Dead's solid. I like it. People just keep... People Bitch hate moaning. It's, it's quite popular to hate The Walking Dead. Yeah. I have a lot of issues with the program, but I don't. I wouldn't say I hate it. I tune in every week, so I've only got myself to blame if I truly despise it. But um, there are a lot of things that really irritate me about it. Um, you just get upset because it doesn't do the things you want it to do. John Carroll Lynch. No, him. Yeah, John Carroll Lynch is the man who teaches uh, Haikido. Bump the audio there. Haikido. So just knock the mic. He teaches him Haikido. He's right. like, hey, listen, you don't need to kill people no more. You do need to kill zombies. You don't need to kill people. People aren't zombies. Zombies aren't people, though. We are one of the same. Confusion. And then 
he becomes becomes Morgan, who does kill people, but he only kills people when he has to kill people. Yeah, he, he murked blood. He, he murked blood. Yeah. Which is racist, because you're not allowed to say that. Yeah, you are. No, 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 Merkel blood. We don't know if that man was a blood or a crip or a Latin king. You're just assuming. That's very mean of you. Hmm. When's Carol going to kill herself? She does in the comic. Yeah, no, she uh, in the comic she's long dead, isn't she? She she dies like forty issues in. Well, spoilers spoilers for anyone who is planning to read the comics, and I highly recommend you do because they are far better written than the TV program. There's not many comics or anything that has a baby getting shotgunned. Doesn't get shotgunned. It gets <laughs> shot by a sniper rifle. It gets boomed. Yeah, you have you you play the Walking Dead game. Yeah, you know the lady you leave behind on the road. Yeah, yeah, her, yeah, yeah. She's the one who shoots the baby. Yeah, and Rick's mum, right, wife. Sorry, um, she has a sniper rifle. She fires yeah. it, goes through the wife's abdomen, and then out the baby. And the baby goes in two, and the wife goes in two. It's like oh, and Rick's like Nico, it's, it's a freaking governor's fault. It's not all the governor's fault. That's not true. He's an uh, awesome. The fevered romance. Well, there's the governor's town... twin brother as well. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, isn't in the series. No. When are we going to get governor's twin brother? Well, it's not in the comic either. It's in the spin-off, spin-off novel. Was it? Yeah. I'm sure it's in the comic. No. Um, so yeah, with regards to, with regards to Evil Dead season six, I'd agree. Evil Dead. Uh, Walking Dead season six. Um, I would agree. It's, it's interesting where they're going. They suit, they seem to be sort of, uh, getting close to what the comics are doing. Seemed a little bit more complexity to the program than yeah. there was before. Um, there were a couple of filler episodes. The aforementioned John Carroll Lynch episode didn't really do anything. It was uh, good. A bit of Morgan. It was fine, but it could have been flashbacks. Nah. Didn't need that much time in it. I want a full Morgan episode. More I, Morgan. I would like faces. to see more of him as that rabid Morgan that was just killing people. We've done that. That was ages ago. Yeah, I know, but I'd like to see that. I'd like to know what happened in between those times. Because you only really see a couple of months. In uh, when he's with John Carroll Lynch, um, and also um, Glenn's Glenn's death. We'll put that in air quotes. Glenn's mm. death. That was cheap, incredibly cheap. Oh, he falls down the thing. Yeah, yeah. that was incredibly cheaply done. Um, and also, like... actually, to be honest, the first half of the season was pretty crap. Let's not let's not play silly buggers. It was pretty poor. The second half picked up a lot because it gave us more focus. Negan became what they were aiming to. Stamp yeah. out. They didn't necessarily need the first half. They could have had a longer second half, had more Negan, because I'm going to admit right now, I've always been a fan of Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Um, I watched a film in 2004 called Dead and Breakfast. It may have been 2006. And he plays a sheriff in that, and he was obviously in Supernatural. Um, he's in The Losers, which is an criminally underrated film. It's fantastic. He's also... Part of shy, that film. He's... Shut up. What? <laughs> no, it's a great film. No, come on. Do you really not like it? I never saw it. Oh. <laughs> Have you seen The Accidental Husband? Because that's a great no, film. No. The Accidental Husband is a film starring Jeffrey Dean Morgan as a man whose wife takes the advice of Uma Thurman, who is soon to marry Colin Firth. And Uma Thurman is a, a romantic advice coach. And she says, if your man isn't isn't putting down the basketball and picking up your feet and giving you a foot rub when you need a little bit of relaxing time, because she doesn't work, but he works full time. So obviously she needs relaxed time. She needs time to herself. Like the whole fucking day. But anyway. The, the, uh, Sexism. Anyway, besides the point, Jeffrey D. Morgan is listening to this on the radio and he's like, ah, who could that be? And then he's like, oh no, that's my Stacy. I know that voice anyway. And then she's like, oh, you know what? You're absolutely right. I'm going to dump him. And then he gets a phone call. He's like, she's like, you're dumped. And he's like, what? And because he's a fireman, he goes onto the computer. He goes onto the internet and he makes himself Uma Furman's husband. So she can't marry Colin Firth. Her life is ruined. And guess what happens? Sparks bloody fly. 
because she is not everything he thought she was, and she might just fall in love with in love with a rough and tumble man, completely the who, opposite of her, who forged a wedding certificate. Look, it sounds a little bit more rapey than it is, <laughs> but it has hall uh, not hall of notes. It has a great air supply song, which is every woman in the world. Really, really, really good air supply. Why would you ever watch that film? I went to see it in the cinema. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Look. Okay, I'm going to confess this right now. In the trailer, they sort of allude to the fact that because Jeffrey Jeffrey Dean Morgan rents a room from an Indian family, and because he rents a room with the Indian family, he gets on very well with them. And there was alluded to more cultural clashing than you actually see in the film. I have uh, I well for for like a while I had like a real thing for Indian women. All right. So I I went to I went on a date with a girl to go see the accidental husband. Brilliant. Wanted to get a semi-hard on to some lovely Indian ladies dancing. All right. Girl, you're every woman in the world. What? So you're ashamed of yourself? No. No, no. You should be. No. I was what, like 2006? That's 10 years ago. I was 17. You should be ashamed of yourself. Nah, I'm quite happy with that. And also, you know, I find find most women attractive. Anyway, so... Yeah, that's fucking Dead Season 6. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> that veered off madly towards That's your it. fault. That's not my fault. You asked for a story. I didn't. Yeah, no, I didn't. You just started talking about Jeffrey Dean Morgan and your man crush. Do you love him? Do you not like Jeffrey Dean Morgan? He's the best thing about that season of Walking Dead and he's in it in 10 minutes. No, the best scene was when the, um, from the, GTA. the kids all get eaten. <laughs> when the mum and the kids all die. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, yeah. No, I remember now because the kids are like, no! Yeah, and, then yeah. Like, and you're like, yeah, kid's gonna die. The zombies turn around, they're like, ha, what? I did like Steve Ogg being in it. That's Trevor from Grand Yeah, that was cool. And Ethan Embry having an episode? Who cares? Steve Ogg. He Have was all like, I'm Trevor. Ethan Embry is going through like a real good phase right now. He's see. Uh, Who's he? He was the guy from Can't Hardly Wait. He was the I son. I haven't seen that. Why would I have seen Can't he Hardly was in, Wait? He was the son in the film Duke. Not seen that. Why he was. He played Rusty in Vegas Vacation. Not seen Vegas Vacation for uh, a long time. That's he like... was the friend with a goatee in um, Cheap Frills. Not seen that. Why would I have seen Cheap Frills? What is that? Oh, my good. Have you really not seen any of these films? No. Um, he was recently in a werewolf film. What was the name of it? It was really good. <laughs> it was about a blind ex-cop who uh, he gets he gets put into a retirement home and uh, and he keeps hearing these noises at night. And one day his next door neighbour is killed and he hears it and it doesn't sound like a human's done it and it turns out it's a bloody werewolf you sure it's not Fright Night no it's not Fright Night it's um god what is it called I'm gonna I'm gonna google it very quickly sorry I'm gonna just consult no you've gotta do your review I'm gonna consult the tinternet get on with your review okay my my first review this week unbelievably is uh, Zombie for the Xbox One oh and also the Wii U so we're talking about both. Talk about both. Zombie is a game in which you play a random character who awakes to find themselves in the underground in London, admits uh, 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 during I say during because it's sort of happening, isn't it? During a viral outbreak that has caused everyone to become ravenous ghouls. You, it's using your trusty cricket bat and a few um, a few firearms are to make your way to different points indicated to you by a man on a radio um, who slowly gives you tidbits towards what's happened and you sort of find out as as it goes on 
why this is occurring, and how to survive. It's a bit like Dark Souls in the fact that there is permadeath, but it's slightly different in the in the way that it's not um, permadeath in Dark Souls. You come back to life and you go. No, sorry, it's it's a little bit unforgiving when it comes to death. Mm. Um, you sort of you have to get back to a point and you have to retrieve find your souls. You in instead of your instead of your <laughs> souls though, it's you have to retrieve your go bag, which contains all the items you've collected up to that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a really good game for short bursts, but I wouldn't recommend it as a as a long term long-term source of entertainment. It's not really a repeat play. It's a one-and-done sort of thing. Which is why which is why it's so good it's on PlayStation Plus this month. Yeah, it's a free it will game. Still be. Yeah. So yeah, not if you get the chance... If, you, if you're into horror games, then uh, yeah, download it. It's absolutely free. It's six hours. Six hours tops. Um, that's on medium difficulty. I assume most people won't replay it on hard like I did because I'm a fucking idiot. Um, but mm. um, all in all, I enjoyed it. It's It's... I paid £7 for it on Xbox and £5 for it on Wii U. Um, the differences are minimal. You're going to get better graphics and a better frame rate on Xbox One and PS4, but you and you won't have to deal with the gamepad. There's a lot of forced-in gamepad shit that didn't really need to be there, which is sort of proven by this being on the Xbox One and PS4. Um, if you do have a Wii U, though, um, and you're looking for a cheap game, there's actually a really interesting multiplayer mode they haven't included on the, the newer versions. Um, there's, uh, you could have done it with a tablet, really, couldn't you? On the Xbox One, or, or you could have done it online. Good on a smartphone, Jobby. Well, no, you could have, could have done it online, where one person plays, well, you could have, like, bigger maps and do it online. Anyway, on the Wii U, there's a game, uh, game mode where you use the gamepad, and you've got an overview of the entirety of the Are you area. talking to the playing. TV? I was just watching the waves go along. Look at it, it's lovely, it's serene. Um, you look at the gamepad, you have an overview of the entirety of the map you're playing on, and you select places to strategically drop zombies or um, or special zombies whilst the person tries to use turrets and weapons and power-ups to fight the waves against you and sort of win the day. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really simple, really easy, really fun to play, and it took like 20 minutes to get through a game. It's perfect for online play, so I don't know why they haven't ported it over in some way, shape, or form. But in all honesty, I think this is kind of like Ubisoft just trying to make back some of the money they spent making that game. Oh yeah, I don't think it did well. Of course it did. It's on the Wii U. Um, <laughs> Nothing sells well on Wii U except for Nintendo. Yeah. Um, but it just—I feel like if they wanted to make back some of that money, they could have made it at least on par with the Wii U version. And then, because they've almost fully developed Zombie Two, they were doing it as Zombie One was being made. So why didn't they? Put a little bit more effort in this, and then just release Zombie Two soon after, and make it a full retail game. I don't, I don't understand the thinking behind this as a business. This is decision. like Zombie Three or Four. The original Zombie games were on Commodore sixty four. And weren't you a flying head? In... No, it was the same thing. No, it wasn't. It was. It was. It was an adventure thing. It was when you had like four team members, and if one of them died, they were gone forever, and you had to go back and get their bodies. Kill the zombies that they were when you went back to the location and oh, get really? their supplies. Yeah, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, old games. Uh, but uh, but anyway, yeah, no, I recommend it if it's if you can pick it up for a fiver on Wii U or Xbox One or PS4. You, it, it is out there for that price, so and it's PS1. not too difficult. PS4, Xbox One, oh. or Wii U. If you can't, <laughs> or if you're just interested but you don't really want to fork out any money, you've got a PlayStation Four. Get PS Plus and get it for free. It's literally six hours and it's one and done. But I'd play it on hard rather than normal because. Hard, it feels like that's where they wanted it to be. You know how they wanted it to be a challenge? They wanted it to be hard. 
Yeah. Yeah. Filth, but but filth. I'm guessing normal was set for normal people. And normal's play. where the most developers will pitch the difficulty at. Because yeah. you need to have somewhere to go from there. Yeah. Alright, your review. Oh shit, I've got to give it a I've got to give it a, a an actor. Yeah. Give it an actor. I give it to Tommy Lee Jones. Um you'll watch you doing some good stuff, but then you'll also see some bad shit. And to be honest, you you don't really want to see him too much. What's that film he was in where he's in the house with all the girls? Oh, uh, oh shit! I know the Man of the House. Yeah, that's a classic, classic movie. Mm. Not as good as his performance in Under Siege, but you know. So you done? Yeah, I'm done. Right. Uh, I need to think of what other things I need to review this week. Fuck sticks. Um, you review fuck sticks. The stick for fucking, or just for cleaning after oh, some fuck fucking. Fuck sticks, a song by Cunt in the Gang. No, fuck swabs. Nice no, called fuck sticks. Fuck swabs. Fuck swap my deck. What? I don't know. Stop making noises. I'm losing it. I'm but losing it. I'm gonna review. Shoot Sumi. Shoot Shimi. Shoot Shimi. It's a very hard to pronounce title. It's supposed to be pronounced like shoot Shimi because it's got a like umlaut over the U. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. It's you play a Not fish. Like Is it shooting? You play a fish with big muscly arms and guns. Yep. Um, and it's kind of somewhere sort of like if you were to take a scroll in shoot up and mix it with WarioWare. Um, so it's like R type meets a gay porn. No, like WarioWare. No, like R type meets two guys banging. It's got nothing to do with two guys banging. But it's got a guy flexing. Yeah, because and the fish Mary. has buff studly like it's got oiled arms. Yeah. And you shoot at flying penises. No. No, you just shoot weapons. You've got guns. I don't know. Where did you get that from? It's like What's the enemy? Fish. And birds. And bears. And Can you not see these uh, These are all metaphors for sexual preferences? No, yeah. No. Bear is a big, hairy, gay guy. Or a bear. Fish. It's what vaginas smell like. That's not very gay. Birds. That's the opposite of gay. What? See, but it's a negative term used for vaginas to say they're smelly, they smell like fish. And then birds, you're shooting down birds, ladies. So basically what they're saying is they're into twinks or just your standard gay people. They're not into bears, they're not into the ladies, and they don't like fishy vaginas. But they think all vaginas are fishy. I think I think it's just weird fishes flying through the sky. I think that you're not reading into this enough. And shooting. I think this is transphobic. I'm going to start start a tumbler. Can you choose to be a lady? You can choose what colour fish you are. It's not good enough for Zan. You get hats. I think maybe you should put some more time into this game you made. I didn't make the game. It's made by choice provisions. (laughs) You fool. (laughs) Anyway, am I allowed to review it? Yeah, go for it. So you're flying along and you shoot things and every like that. 10 seconds, each stage lasts 10 seconds, you go to a shop and you can pick one of three items to take with you onto the next stage. Is it an upside down cross? No. A hood? No. Why would it be a... But you get random items and the items do things like, you know, sometimes just cosmetic stuff, sometimes it's weaponry, sometimes it'll give you a massive bullet, sometimes it'll give you a shotgun. It gives you a massive It can make you invisible. Oh. It can, like, you know, do all sorts. If you get through enough waves, you get, like, a special item. You get like a friggin' cape. I got a cape. What does the ups cape also, do? Ups everything. Makes you like, you know, stronger and faster. And that like, sort of stuff. I'm not going to say it. No. But it's, it's a fun little game. 
That's another one that's free on PlayStation Plus this month. Probably the better game out of the three that's on PlayStation Plus this month. Yeah, but you should download them all anyway because they're free. Nah. Can't bother. I played Zombie before. But yeah, you just you just shoot stuff. You collect items. You collect set tapes. You get hats. Some of the hats aren't hats. Some of the hats are cigars or like, you know, weird things. And you get like mohawks and hair. The cigars do things like make smoke come out. And if you press square, he makes a puff of smoke. Nice. It's a nice important control that they put in there but yeah it's a silly little game you can play it for like a few minutes and then if you get really good at it you kind of it ends up just getting harder and harder and just throw more and more enemies at you um, sometimes you have like boss battles on the bosses if you don't beat them straight away they'll come back in the next ten waves so you have to like keep fighting against them um, there's one thing that can happen where like the entire stage turns into a bouncy castle and you're just bouncing around in there. you're in the water sort of Okay. It just but there's bubbles, not necessarily in the water. Ah. There's just bubbles around. Yeah, see what did there's also a city in the background. Oh wait, so you're playing party. as Kevin Costner. There's a party going on. So you're definitely playing as Kevin Costner. Yeah. But um yeah, it's From a fun, fun little weird game. With like little cute pixel art graphics. The choice provisions of the guys who made those bit trip runner games. There's very very much their sort of weird sense of humour. Yeah. Well the stuff that they've done, that sort of guys. What? Choice provisions. Was it was it runner they made? Did they do a runner? Yeah, they made runner, didn't they? They no. changed their name oh, right Bit after Trip they, runner. they changed their name right after they released it. Bit Trip runner. It, yeah. And Bit Trip Runner Two. Yeah. Huh. The second one's just called Runner Two. Is it? Yeah. Because yeah. oh yeah, because you can play with pretty much everyone, including Super Meat Boy. Yeah. And Bit Trip's available in Super Meat Boy. Yeah. It's not one of many characters. Yeah. And Commander Video is the name of the bit trip. Can you play as Isaac from the Binding of Isaac in... uh, Super Meat Boy? Yeah. I think so. Probably. Play as everyone. Yeah. Ah. I think you can unlock Super Meat Boy in Binding of Isaac. There's like all sorts of weird stuff going on in those games. They've updated them. But those are made by Edmund McMillan. Mm. And uh, all that. They don't have Danny Baranowski's music anymore, so... Who's Darren Baranowski? Danny Baranowski. Who's Danny Baranowski? He makes awesome music. He sounds like a vampire. He did the music on the original Binding of Isaac. Oh, right. Yeah, it's good stuff. But he's not a vampire. Didn't he also do the... Oh, no, it's Bear McCreary who did the music to Walking Dead. Okay. Who did but the music for other game? yeah. He's definitely not a vampire. No. It sounds very much like a vampire. Not va- vampires aren't real. Yeah, but Baranowski? No, vampires have names like Tapies. Uh, Count Baranowski? And Sir Vampire. Dracula Baranowski? No, they're not... Not the Baranowski's. Dracula was his surname. Just seems very suspicious. Mm. But anyway, Shoot Shimi, seriously swole, is a decent little shooter. How long would you say it's playable for? Like, Depends how good you are. Is it is it one of those games that you can pick up and not put down for hours? Or is it like... No, it's only a like simple little thing. Yeah, so play like five minutes? Me. You can play it for as long as you want. You don't have to play a game for a, for no, no, a no, no, I, I know, time. but your personal preference. So that I it depends how good you're doing. If you're doing really well, you'll take ages. You're not going to play it for two minutes if you do well, are you? <sighs> Did you not see me? Did you, just that. <sighs> okay, no, that's fine. I like your review. Sounds very appealing. I might try it one day. I saw you playing it earlier today. It was yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah. And every time your score went up, you flexed. Yeah, he always flexed. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, you have flex. What do you do when you score points in games? Well, usually it's not in games, but if I'm having sex, then I don't flex. So I make aggressive grunting noises, mostly. Yeah, I've heard you can't flex. Anyway, so now to your next. You heard I can't flex, but you've heard me fuck. 
Uh, <laughs> well, now that I've dropped the well, that's tone... That's why the hedgehog's, like, like, so quiet all the time. The hedgehog is not quiet. It's the loudest hedgehog He's in the world. He is adorable, upset though. Upset the hedgehog. He's adorable, though. I love him. Doesn't even collect rings. No, Doesn't even have shoes on. As soon as you see him, your heart melts a little bit. Mm. There's magic power. Um, okay, so my next review is going to be a little bit different for me because it's a PC game. You've never played a PC game. I have. You don't know how to play PC games. I do. You were using a control pad. I was. So now that that tone's over, because unappreciated, (laughs) sir, I'll let you know, um, I've been playing The Culling. It's the alpha? Yeah, it's been. It's an early access, whatever that is. not really so, an alpha if the people are playing it, is it? The Culling is a game, much like the Hunger Games, you awake in yeah, a box. I already reviewed it like two weeks, four weeks on ago. On an island, <laughs> and the box balls come down, you're in a bright place, and it's your job to craft items and mercilessly kill the other people on the island. Unless you're playing in team mode, in which teams of two do that. Um... It's a very interesting concept that I'm sure I've played a game similar to before. Um, it reminds me a lot of things like Rust, uh, Daisy, it's H1Z1. Like it's a deathmatch game. That's what I was about to say. It reminds me of those in the sense that I played them much like I play the culling. Constantly suspicious and hoping to get one up on the other player. Well, your aim is to get one up on the other player all the time. There is no... Exactly. But that's not the same, that's not the same as those other games. They're not going to work with you, are they? No, well, unless you're playing teams. Um, but all in all, it's very fun. It's very interesting. I killed two people in the, in the 14 games I've played. <laughs> and you pretty, failed every single one, yeah? Pretty bad at it. Yeah. Well, you can't really win, can you? you? Can. Unless you're really good. Yeah, you just got to get down really to the last one. lucky. You hide in the woods somewhere. <laughs> just time. load all the gas things yeah. going. Um, there's only one map right now, so it's not the most interesting, um, most interesting game to play for long stints. But with only 15 to 20 minute long games anyway, you know it's worth having a look at. And it's it's very cheap. It's like 11 pound, 12 pound. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, you get two copies for 18 pound, then give one to a friend mm-hmm. or get them to pay half. That's a silly thing to do. It's what we did because <laughs> we're bummers. I didn't have to. I could have requested the code. You could have, but I did request a code and also got a code because I'm a fucking idiot. Oh. But um, it was really enjoyable. I'm having fun. Yeah, I need to play it again. But like, obviously I played it a couple of weeks ago and a few things have changed since then. I know that. I know they've changed how you make poison darts now. Yeah. You have to actually use the the gas it Before it was literally like you have blood blow darts and you just pick up something and it makes it poisonous. Oh. It's a bit weird, but I think they're working with all that sort of stuff. I do like that you make things by, by mashing rocks together. Yeah. Just go, it's because you've got nanobots in your hands. Did you play the tutorial? Uh, no. Because it explains all those little things. But that's... And there's a door somewhere that you can't open. But that's not really interesting to me. Play the tutorial. No. You might win a game. Pardon? You might win a game afterwards. I almost did win a game. Twice today. Mm. I was in the last three people fighting. But in the team reason, game? What? In no, it was all against all. Yeah. The problem was that it was... It was me and three other people, and the three other people were sort of in like a death match, and then I ran in and tried to kill one guy, and then they all turned and went for me. Yeah, just hold back and wait for them to kill each other. And take the, and pick off the, you know, survivor. 
pick off the weakest one. Yeah. The one who wins. Yeah. Clearly the, Who's the strongest one. Who's injured and bleeding. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, really interesting game. Really fun. Really, yeah. really fun. I'd like there to be an expansion with Toho in which they do, like... Is it Toho that did Battle Royale? Yeah, they, well, they produced the film, yeah. yeah. I'd like to see, like, them do a spin-off with Toho where they do, like, a Battle Royale map. Well, they can't kids, man. Can't, can't be killing kids in a game. We'll just give them some jazzy hair. Yeah. Like, give them the bowl cuts. I want to make it so you can get into the um, commentator's Tetoro. tower and kill him and then he can't commentate for the rest of the game. <laughs> I played it with awesome. commentary on. You've got to have it on. You've got to have the commentator shouting stuff. Don't care. How do you know when your frigging alarm's been it set off? It has like a little message that comes up in the corner. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. It just starts... No, no, it's got a little signal tower sign and then it's got a little message that says your alarm's going off and then you just ignore it. You can't, though. You need to be aware of it. Nah, you need to hide. ignore it. Oh, dear. You shouldn't play games with the sound off. It's disrespectful Should to I the audio not? engineers. Should I not? Friggin' spend ages making this stuff. I just don't care. Oh. Oh. You're going to upset them. They're going to be angry, yeah. Yeah, they can be angry. Yeah, Oh, you. but uh, as a score, I give this a... You see, you've left like 10 seconds of silence on there now. I give this a... There's still more silence. There's no help. <laughs> I mean, I'm mentioning that there's silence. I'm probably going to have to edit it down to try and make you not sound like a fool. I'm going to give it a... Helen Hunt. Remember her? Yeah, she's in Superman. She's really good. She gets no. blown up with a giant piss in front of her. That wasn't Helen Hunt, was it? Wasn't it? No. That was Dylan McDermott. A lot of people get mixed up. No. That was... Who was that? I know who that was. That wasn't Helen Hunt. That was... That was Lady with this slight salvan accent. Can't remember her name. You've got a salvan accent. Salvan accent? I can't remember her name. But that is definitely not Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt's for Pay It Forward. No. With Hedy Joel Osman and uh, Kevin Spacey and Jim Caviezel. You're Caviezel. Helen Hunt looks a lot like... Uh... It was Holly Hunter, I told you. There you Holly go, a completely different person. Fucking idiot. How do no, you look, say... right. Shut up, you. Oh yeah, Maggie from Walking Dead was Martha Wayne, wasn't she? Was she? Yeah. Told you, man. That's how Walking Dead Lauren ties into Curry. Batman vs. Superman. So Negan fucked Maggie? Well, no. He takes their kid. Negan fucked Maggie to make Batman? Yeah. And then became evil? Yeah. But then... What? That's how it ties into the Batman vs. Superman. Okay. That's why everyone's arseholes in Batman vs. Superman. Batman vs. Superman's a shit. Superman movie. had to survive an apocalypse. It's really not a very good film. No. Anyway, you done with that? Yeah. Jeez. What? Um, next review. My throat really hurts, man. It's because you're drinking fucking liqueur. <clears throat> which... No, no, it just, it feels like I've got a cough coming on, but it just feels mm. dry at the back. It's because of all that cum you've been swallowing. No, that's good for your throat. Oh yeah, yeah, true. Semen facials. Yeah. Don't make me, don't make me start, don't be talking about semen facials again. No, cum is, cum is apparently a natural moisturiser and it contains zinc, which is good for you, so don't start you. So does zinc. What, the metal? Yeah. Right. I'm going to review Dragon Quest Heroes. Dragon Ball Z. On the PlayStation 4. It's got nothing to do with Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Quest Heroes is basically what Hyrule Warriors Legends is to Dragon Quest. It's Dynasty Warriors with characters from Dragon Quest in it. Not many characters, though. It's a bit weird. Considering there's like 
10 or 11 Dragon Quest games, some of which have never been released over here, um, some of which don't really count because they're stupid online games. Mm-hmm. But um, there's only like a handful of characters. But it's good. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's very fast-paced. It's a bit more... Turn-based? It's not, not turn-based. It's dra- like Dun- Dun- Dynasty Warriors. You must have played a Dynasty Warriors game. Yes. No, you haven't, because you thought it was turn-based. No, no, I have played Dynasty Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty. Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. It's about killing nasty Yeah, no, warriors. I know. I've played the game. Yeah, but Dra- Dragon Quest Heroes has, like, loads of little elements of, like, Dragon Quest games and stuff in there. There's an alchemy pot, so you can make dragons. items, which is a thing that's in loads of Dragon Quest. You make items. Dragons. By mixing things together. Occasional dragon. There's occasional, you know, dragons here and there that you hit with sticks and stuff. Little slime dudes floating around, bouncing around the place. Um, sort of the gameplay addition they've added to this that's not in the other Dynasty Warrior games is that you can, like, when you kill a monster, there's a chance they'll drop a coin, and you can use that coin to summon the monster as a little buddy to help you out in battle. Like Slimes. a Pokemon. Yeah, slimes, any any monster. Wait, so it's like Dragon Quest Joker or Dragon Tra- Quest Monsters? You know the one where you could actually train dragon? No, oh, there's Dragon Quest Monster Slime over was, yeah. But this was like, you sort of <coughs> drop them down to use them to protect units. Some of them are like a special attack. Something like a buff. Pull out. So it's like you pull them, get them, and they do stuff like they just okay. knock out a bunch of enemies. Or you drop a guard down and heal guard whatever item it is you're protecting for this level. The last time I played a Dragon Quest game was on the Game Boy Color. And you could take monsters and you merged them to make other monsters. That's not Dragon Quest. It is Dragon Quest. No. It's like Dragon... It's not... Because Dragon Quest Heroes is separate from Dragon Quest... Um, God, what was the name of it? But yeah, no, there it was... It wasn't a, a Dragon Quest on Game it Boy. It was Cup. a Dragon Quest game. There are Dragon Quest games on the Game Boy, but they're all like... Some are like Pokemon and then some are like straight up RPGs in which your character fights people. This is why I was so confused when you were saying you you played Dragon Quest and it's because there are slimes in it and everything else which I recognised from the game that was like Pokemon but there's nothing to do with that game in these. But there used to be a trainer game. Do you not remember this at all? Nah. Nah, there was that weird one where you had rocket slimes and stuff. Nope. I don't know. It's not a proper Dragon Quest game. It was the most popular one for ages. No. Yes, it was. No. This is ridiculous. No, look. Dragon right. Quest Eight is the top. No. Selling Dragon yeah, Quest. This game. was before Dragon Quest Eight. Dragon Quest Eight was on PS2, <clears throat> and um, Dragon Quest Eight was the first proper Dragon Quest game got released over here. No. It was. Because they uh, they never got released over here for years because Enix didn't like releasing games outside Japan, and then they got brought by Square and they linked together. No, look, you're you're. Dragon Quest Monsters. Hmm. That's the game for the Game Boy Color that I had when I was growing up. Yeah, no one played that game. Yeah, I did. Clearly. Yeah, have, yeah. no one else did. And that was the most popular one for ages. No, because it was the only one you could get. Well, no, that was an amazing game. No, the real game's on the SNES and the PlayStation. Yeah, I had that game. That's the game I had. That one. Yeah, no one played that game. I played it! Shut up, did no, no one, one play this? It. it was a great game. No. 1998. Go. Shut up. You lies. 1998 wasn't a year that existed. Oh my good God. Is it going to be one of those days? Is it, Ant? This is going to be how the podcast goes. Up in flames. That has as little to do with Dragon Quest as Dragon Quest Heroes has to do with Dragon Quest. It has slimes in it. So I'll have you know they are one of the staples. Oh, look at the front cover of here. What's the symbol they use for the Dragon Quest game? Oh, look, it's a little slime. Oh, it's just a slime. Oh, look. 
It's just right there. Oh, there's another one here. But there's that one you one played there. isn't a proper Dragon Quest game. It's it is a spin-off. A pro- it's no, it's a It's proper- a spin-off. Dragon Quest Monsters is a spin-off game, like Heroes is. I was saying that Dragon Quest Heroes has a lot of elements of the Dragon Quest games in them. Alright, it's a spin-off game. Yeah. That's beside- Don't insult it and say that people never play it. It's a great game. I played it a lot when I was a kid because I couldn't afford Pokemon. Aww. You should have got Pokemon. <sighs> Just because you were in full-time employment when I was a child. Yeah. Ready to earn money to buy Pokemon. Yeah. The and Pokemon's. I was I was a diddly. Perfect. I was at school when they were going, Pokemon's coming soon, it's going to be big. And I was like, I, I was can't buy ten. that, but I've got a job now. I can buy Pokemon. I was 10. I could just about afford one game a year. Oh. And I spent £15 getting Dragon Quest Monsters and it was oh. fucking incredible. That's oh. buying so many games then. When I got my rid of my PS1, I had 96 games on the bloody thing. Yeah, but by that point, when you were when you were buying games, <laughs> when I was that age, I was trying to have sex with women and succeeding. So oh, at ten, what? No, because I was. How old were you when you started buying games? You had a job. You're five years older than me. That's what. So you would have been 15 at the time. That I was 10. So when I was 15, I was having sex. Oh, that's nice. There's a life achievement for you. <laughs> Helping to just ruin. <laughs> We're in some the downfall lady. of society. Some lady's life. <laughs> so anyway, can you imagine if either of us ever achieved anything with our lives, and someone saw us on like telly or something? That's that Matt Klaus had sex with him. Disappointing. <laughs> Would they say disappointed like Kevin Sorbo does? Disappointed. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> Dragon Quest Heroes is alright. Should give it a buy. I'm not gonna. I'll well, probably borrow your copy. No, I'm gonna lock it up. You no, you're not, because look, I've let you play Infamous Second Son, so now that's yeah, the rule. Yeah, play that some more. I wanna. That's the rule. I get to borrow. I your wanna copy. shoot smoke at things. Oh, I'm gonna have a PS4 soon. That's gonna be great, isn't it? You can play Killzone Shadowfall. I will actually. Yeah, because I don't want to play it. I'm bored of it after one level. Hi, Cha. Hi, Chihuahua. Anyway, Dragon Quest Heroes is good. There's a sequel coming out this year. Dragon, Dragon, Rock the Dragon. And Dragon, Dragon Quest Heroes sequel has multiplayer online, which that one doesn't. What? Because that one was is it arena based or is it adventure based? It's playing through the game. It's co-op. Yeah, and you can play co-op against PS3 and Vita players. What? Cross-play across all three formats. Now I want to ask this question because it's quite pertinent to the times we live in. Hmm. I've heard that Hyrule Warriors <laughs> does uh, doesn't play very well. Not on the old Vita, not on the old 3DS. The new one's fine. The new one's fine, but there are two different editions. Is that correct? There's one on Wii, Wii U, and no, one no, on no, 3DS. No, 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 on the 3DS, there's a new 3DS and a 3DS version. No, they're both on one card. It's the same no, card. the same card. Yeah. Okay, but I've heard it plays terribly on both 3DSs. No, it's fine on the new Apparently one. Apparently the new 3DS has lots of texture popping in and out, and also it slows down a lot when there's large groups That's of the old 3DS. That's what The old 3DS, saying, yeah. there is always frame rate issues. It's yeah. really bad. It's but everyone's saying new totally... 3DS is fine. Oh, really? Because yeah. I've heard nothing but chagrin and hate. No, people are tweeting about how much they're loving it. When it comes to um, when it comes to the Vita, though, it's a lot more powerful of a machine. Do you think it's going to be able to handle the graphics in a way that means it will be... What, Dragon Quest Warriors? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be the PS3 version on Vita. The Vita doesn't run... It's pretty much PS3 power. Really? Yeah, Vita oh. is. Gotcha. Oh, shit. Yeah. Alright, I always thought it was, uh, I thought it was like the same as maybe 2DS's. Nah, it's, it's just slight, it's like comparable in power to a PS3, but because it doesn't have quite the same graphics processing power, it doesn't have like as many flashy texture effects and stuff, but it can, it's got the raw processing power of a PS3. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. That's very cool. Anyway, you review 
third thing? Yeah, I think it. I think it's the third thing. Yeah. Get on um, with it. Okay, my third thing this week is going to be my delayed review of Batman vs. Soups. Which you didn't pay to go see. Outrageous. You're going you're gonna to be one of those people, aren't you? For the rest of your life, you're going to hate me. Um, okay, so Batman vs. Superman. Ann already gave you the story last week, but just in case you didn't listen. Um, yeah, what's the you? Go on my channel and watch the review. Yeah, you could do that. And like, comment, subscribe. You could do that. And send you me money. absolutely do that. Counter-argument. You could not do that. You could pay to go see this film and just be another one of us. One of the other suffering bastards walking among the world remembering that Superman was once a guy that saved people's lives. Um, what were they trying to do with this? I don't understand it as a film. Zack Snyder says that he figures that Superman's hearing range is from Metropolis to Smallville, which is why he didn't hear his mum get kidnapped. But she was in Gotham. I don't <laughs> understand what the aim of making this was. It was shit. It's not setting anything up. Mm. It's not building a world. It's hinting at stuff that could possibly happen, but has apparently been diverted by the actions they took in this movie. Whilst at the same time... Well, have they? Maybe they've fulfilled that prophecy. There were premonitions mixed in with... It's a fucking mess. I love watching people try to explain that whole dream sequence thing. They think, you know, it makes loads of sense. No, it doesn't. It makes no sense whatsoever. Dreams are your subconscious... The Flash doesn't travel into your dreams. No. Dreams are your subconscious trying to tell you about things or manifest Dead man your... can, can't he? Maybe. No, dead man can't. He can possess people. He can travel into mm. your mind whilst you're sleeping. Yeah, but yeah, it's essentially a form of possession. He can't oh. tell you the future. He doesn't exist on all time, oh. time frames. I want Justice League Dark. So do I, actually. I'd really like that. Um, anyway, so... Yeah, I really don't understand what the point of this film was. Um, there's no... There's no need, there's no necessity to any of it. It feels like if um, Josh Joss Whedon had just one day turned around and said, you know what, I really want to make an Iron Man film, but to do that, I'm going to have to make an Avengers movie. And I'm going to have to establish all of these different things all in that one movie, so I don't care if there's been other movies before. I want to do it all from the beginning. I don't care. I don't want to build a world. I don't want to create anything. I just want to mash all this shit together. And if people go, ooh, that looked nice, then I have achieved my task. I've done it. I've accomplished something in life. And he is a moron. It's fucking Joss Whedon didn't make this, though. I know he didn't. I know he didn't. But I'm giving the example that Zack Snyder is comparable to Joss Whedon if Joss Whedon didn't care. Yeah, Joss Whedon's too smart for that. I know he is. Zack Snyder's not smart. But if you gave Joss Whedon a horrible brain injury and Mm. then $100 million and then a script that you placed in a blender five minutes before with some other scripts from stuff that you found lying on the floor. Well, that did happen. That's what happened when he wrote Alien Resurrection. We're not going to go there. He wrote Toy Story, you know. Yes. We're not going to go there because you are always better about Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection. No, I'm fine with Alien 3, Alien Resurrection, though. Anyway. Um, Batman vs Superman is not very good. I don't know. That's not a surprise to anyone, I don't think. Hmm. That's, it's just not a good movie. Um... <sighs> I didn't have trouble uh, thinking ahead of time this was going to be a bad movie. This wasn't a surprise to me. Um, I'm not a fan of Superman anymore. I used to be one as a kid. When I heard that music, I was excited. Da 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 da. It's triumphant. It's it's exciting. It's it's an emotion. You know that someone's going to be saved. It sounds joyful, but this is ba ba. No, it's all like... Wow, 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 no, that's wow, Wonder Woman's wow, theme. Wow, wow, that's wow, Wonder Woman's theme. 
You gotta remember that's one of the But <laughs> she with you? I thought she was with you. I like the one bit in the film where a character showed character. What's that? The bit where Wonder Woman gets knocked over and she smiles. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> that bit's yeah. good. I mean, it... <sighs> I'm a friend of your son's. The cape gave it away. Oh. Do you remember that film where um, Batman pre- dressed up was? Who's Martha? There's a film where Ben Affleck plays um, Superman. Well, he plays George Reeves, and he oh, plays yeah, yeah, Lane. In that film, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, so Batman dresses up as Superman to bang Superman's mum. Yeah, <laughs> not bad. Yeah, um, but so yeah, not so only is it linked to Walking Dead, it links to that random film. So. Um, my biggest issues, and these are the worst issues with it. But you know, there are other shits that I can't bother to think of right now. Um, Batman's origin. Don't need it again. Um, Especially one where Thomas Wayne swings a punch at Joe Chill. Yeah, do not need that <laughs> shit. Just fuck off right and now. And the um, Rube Goldberg machine, which is the method of breaking her neck. Yeah, the pearls, the gun underneath the barrel. She shoot. Oh, she fucking shoot. Just you're fucking stupid, Zack Snyder. You're a fucking moron. Um, next are the flash forward dream premonition superpower that Batman never had before. Yeah. Fuck off. If you want to set up a world, do it in an intelligent, slow manner. Take your time. Pace it. It's all the post-credit um, scene work, even though it's like a cheap way of doing it. A post-credit scene is it's removed from the rest of the film. It's yeah. its own little thing and lets the audience in on something. Teaser trailers. Mm. I don't need. I don't need ten-second teaser trailers to to um, fucking Aquaman, Cyborg, or uh, the Flash. Hippie Flash. Hippie Flash. I don't need any of that shit. Um, if you want to, you're right. After-credit scene. If you want an after-credit scene in which Batman. Batman is just finished doing doing his tire exercises and he's looking at a map going, where am I going to fucking find you? And then all of a sudden he hears behind him like, Batman! And then he turns around and there's the Flash travelling through time, not with a beard, looking clean shaven because fuck you, you stupid fucking cunt of Zack Snyder, you fucking idiot. Um, I'm happy for that to happen. Disconnect it from this story because if you're adding all this shit into this story, you're making Lex Luthor the man who makes the Justice League then you're only making a villain, a hero, by, you know, him actually doing the thing that you wanted to do. You're just working for a villain. So what does that make all your fucking... Lex Luthor's little tease of Darkseid was actually a better tease. Yeah. The bit where he's like, oh, the bells are ringing and all that, TikTok, What, have you seen the deleted scene? Oh, he gets the... Where he's in the... He's in the pool of the... the, Yeah, the the mother box, which would have explained what that weird thing was you see in... Cyclops' sequence. Exactly. But, nice casting with Miles Dyson from Terminator 2. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. I, thought it was interesting. Um, I mean, even <laughs> that scene. That scene, if they hired John Carpenter to make the Cyborg movie... Yeah. Holy fuck. Or David Cronenberg. Or David Cronenberg. That'd yeah. be a great fucking movie. It'd be a 15, but... I clearly... want David Cronenberg to make a Swamp Thing film. <sighs> he could go full Cronenberg there. I'd fucking love that. <laughs> um... But in regards to this film, I don't know who it's made for. I don't know what it's meant to do. I don't know why it has to happen. I don't know how you could fuck up a film about Batman versus Superman so badly. It's punching buddies. First they're going to be buddies. Then first they're going to punch each other. Then they'll be buddies. You know that's all that's needed. Okay. <laughs> all right. So take let's let's compare this. Let's compare the first fight between Batman and Superman to the first fight between Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor. Oh, that's Avengers. yeah, in Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the fight most people have problems with, hmm. because it's super, superheroes meet for the first time they all fight, yeah, and a lot of people fine. complained about that. But the whole sequence like was, but no, but <laughs> let's let's just let's just I want to just quickly say this: 
Batman versus Superman, all you do is you show that each of them has weaknesses and that each of them is willing to exploit those weaknesses to defeat the other opponent it, with deadly consequences in some cases. Mm. Whereas with the Avengers, you show that they have a greater power when combining their powers. Yeah, but you that have, whole fight sequence as well is like you show Captain America's not afraid to fight a yeah. god who literally comes yeah. up starting the lightning Captain America bolt. is... He's, he's not he goes stupid... Crashing. He's not stupid, but he, he goes in because he needs to stop someone from doing a bad thing. Like, Captain America could watch Thanos disintegrate someone and just be like, right, step up. Yeah, he, Captain America would be like... Batman hid behind a wall Let's do this, gun. lad. Yeah, he did. But um, <laughs> He had one of those kryptonite grenades left. Yeah. So... <laughs> it, uh, so, yeah, so let's compare the moves. So, Batman almost kills Superman, uses his greatest weakness against him to cut his face and show that he can kill a person. Show that he can kill a god. That's what he sets out to do. So let's flip this over to Joss Whedon's presentation of a very dark scene. Similar sort of lighting structure, actually, oddly enough. They're both very dark, both dimly lit. Iron Man comes in, goes to fight four, shoots four. Four laughs it off because <laughs> he's overpowered as fuck. And then shoots lightning at Iron Man that then boosts Iron Man to 400% and he uses that to shoot four. Four's agitated by this and is about to strike Iron Man with his big fuck-off hammer when Captain America defending Iron Man but at the same time not trying to hurt Thor just yeah. trying to defend a person in need gets hit with a hammer and shows the subsonic blast that happens when Vibranium is hit by high impact metals it's fucking great because later in the film you see Iron Man shooting his beam at Captain America's shield to spread it out you see Captain America throwing someone up to Thor so Thor can then slam him into the ground you see this cohesive team knowing that they have abilities and powers that complement each other. They're not looking for weaknesses. They're not looking to damage each other. They fought, but they fought on on the terms that they were fighting, trying to suss each other out or just trying to achieve a goal. In Batman versus Superman, they're fighting because they haven't seen each other's dicks yet. Clark Kent doesn't like Batman. Oh, just the whole fucking thing. Half the decent shit happens off fucking screen. I'd love for like a Mission Impossible style rally to get the kryptonite by Batman, but instead they go, oh, he's got the kryptonite now, does he? That happened off screen. Great director. It should have been a bit where um, Clark was like, I want to report on the bat, and Perry White was going, we're in Metropolis. Um, I make the newspaper for Metropolis, the Daily Planet. It goes out to Metropolis. Batman's in Gotham. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Get to the sports pages. You're swole as fuck, which is a bit suspicious yeah. for a guy like yourself. He could get to tear the sports through. pages. Jock fate. Jock. He face. could tear through any of his sweater vests. And he doesn't do his work. Never does it. He doesn't do his. He doesn't work. Fishman. Fire his ass. Yeah. You make him a homeless Perry. alien. Um. <sighs> the best Iron Man film is Iron Man Three. Iron Controversial. Man. Iron Man <laughs> is Marvel's version of Batman. Is that is that well? Moon Knight is Marvel's version of Batman. Moon Knight's insane. Certain, yeah, but, Moon, um, Knight, Moon Knight is insane. He has, has powers, mystical suppose, powers. Yeah. yeah. So he's still billionaire gadget guy. Billionaire yeah. gadget guy. So Daredevil's probably closer, isn't he? No. Street level. Because Daredevil has no money. Mm. So Iron <laughs> Man. Iron Man is Marvel's version of Batman. He's a high roster character. He has unlimited money and use that to create things that can help him fight bad guys yeah. agreed yeah Iron Man 3 is my in my opinion the best Iron Man film and yeah. the best scene in Iron Man 3 is the siege on the house before he even has his armour again yeah when he's like he's using, made all his weapons yeah. from scrap and yes from a garage fucking incredible yeah. 
So, Zack Snyder, the natural way that you would show Batman getting kryptonite is in the beginning of the film. Have kryptonite in Metropolis. You don't need to show a fucking boat because we now have planes. You don't need to pretend it's not going to the fucking Metropolis Museum or wherever you're fucking putting it because we know it's Batman's we- Superman's weakness. We know it's going to get there. So, the first half hour of this film... Batman isn't going to be going on a boat. You're going to have Bruce Wayne dressing up as a boat person. You're going to have him growing a beard. He's going to look gruff. Yes, what's look... the name of his uh, patch? What's his name? The alter ego he uses when he hides out with homeless people? Patches? Patch something, yeah. Uh, oh, I don't okay. But have him go on the boat. He uses Batman's gadgets, but none of the deadly shit. And obviously just like the smaller stuff. Yeah. So that he knocks out crew members to get to the kryptonite and then finally extracts it. After he's taken out everyone on the top deck... Yeah, but you need to have a big old car chase where he blows things no, up and Superman after stares he's him taken, down. After he's taken out everyone on the top deck of the boat, he then uses his stealth plane to come down, collect the kryptonite, and then he, for some reason, goes off on a dinghy. Because you're Zack Snow and you want like a moonlit fucking like float off towards the docks. You want something that looks fucking... It looks fine, looks great if it's filmed in black and white, but has absolutely no reason to be in the fucking film. You're Zack Snyder, of course you're going to want a fucking cum shot. And then go into the film in which Batman is actually trying to find out what's going on with um, bodies going missing of locals or some shit like that. Just have it so that Lex is building his own biological pool of like... Like a fetus. He's trying to build something so that he can make Doomsday. Not just some magical fucking Lazarus pit that he can just chuck the body in and then spit his blood on the face of it and that's how it works. That's not the how The fucking... bit where he just has a wank off onto that's it. That's not how genetics work, you fucking idiots. Space genetics, though. No. <laughs> so, and then once he's made this pool, make it like Frankenstein. Just make it Frankenstein's story, but have it, have it paralleled by Superman is trying to find his place in the world. He's going to all these human things, but he's bored. He finds it boring. He doesn't see the point. He could at any point defy anything that anyone tells him and there's nothing anyone can do about it. And he's trying to handle that as humanly impossible and that's by being being uh, being sad, grieving the people that he couldn't save. You know, just giving him a little bit of fucking humanity. Like when he let that disabled guy blow up and burn everyone to death and yeah. he stood there just looking sad. Just stood there looking at a giant... Didn't even pit. give a speech. No, just didn't give a fuck. Right. And then whilst that's happening, have Batman can gain considerably more violent trying to work out why Kryptonite's so important. And then finally, when Superman finds Batman and he follows him back to the Batcave to try and shut down the entirety of his operation, we'll say it's lead-lined because Zack Snyder can then do a panning shot through the through the caves so you can see the levels and you can see Superman the Superman didn't line. even say Scoot McNary's friggin' wheelchair was lead-lined. No. He just went, I didn't notice. Just didn't notice. Didn't notice a bomb. Just, I couldn't smell even it. Even though Superman's fast enough that if the bomb started to explode, he could have got a few people out of the room. He, he could have blown it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just have it... Sort of... Scoot McNary on his wheelchair with no legs out the side of the Congress building. And he's just, now that's over, here's my speech. <laughs> Don't do bad things. Except, uh, yeah, but fucking stupid. Um, and then, if sorry, I can believe, sorry. we can believe, we can all do it. Have Superman try and get to Batman and be like, look, you can't keep doing this, and if you don't stop, I will stop you. Have him be like, I know you think you're a hero. I know you mm. think you're like me, but you have to understand there are limits to what we can do. We can't murder people. And Batman will be murdering people. You murdered Zod. Yeah. <laughs> have it be so that he's hypocritical. And then in the final moments, as Batman's defying him, obviously Superman's going to try and do a show of force. He goes, I can bring this whole fucking place down around you. I mean, what do you expect to do here? 
and then just as he's about to go off, he picks something up and he crushes it to show him, and it's kryptonite. It's got the kryptonite inside, and it breaks open, and Superman's like, oh, 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 and, and Batman sort of leans forward, he's, he's getting a bit cocky, and he sees, he sees that the growing rocks are reacting to Superman, he's like, he's like, this is your weakness? Well, now I guess that you're not in control anymore, and Superman flies off, and that's when Lex Luthor releases Doomsday. Because that makes sense for them to... Because now Batman knows Superman's weakness. You don't have a punchy-punchy fight between Superman... You don't need a punchy-punchy fight because... the film's no, called Batman v Superman. You don't need to call it that. Batman <laughs> and Superman. World's Finest. No, Batman and Superman, Doomsday. Well, Batman and Superman comics were called World's Finest. Version. They don't need to be, though, because it's a film, not a comic. Yeah, but well, it would have been a nice tagline. Also, you don't need Wonder Woman. Because she was so mistreated. <laughs> she was just like, oh, look, there's sexy lady. With accent. There's a sexy lady with accent. There's a sexy lady in a very revealing revealing outfit. She can hack the computer thing, but Bruce Wayne could. Oh, yeah, because Bruce Wayne's a man. Yeah. And he gave her a smiley face in the email. He did indeed. <laughs> he did indeed. He gave her a winky smiley face. Yeah, which friends should share. Everybody knows means anal. don't think so. So what anyway, did you think of Batman v I Superman? fucking hated it. I, I give it an Adam Sandler. It's fucking stupid. I wish that they had the Flash from the TV series in the in the DC universe because, as much as Ezra Miller Miller is a is a completely accomplished actor, I don't think he's willing to cut his hair for a role. Yeah, it reminded me of um, you remember that the bit in Casper the Friendly Ghost where Dan Aykroyd turns up as Ray Stance and he's got a mustache because he wouldn't shave it off for the role. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that. It's like I'm not going to shave my mustache. I'm Barry Allen, scientist and hobo apparently. <laughs> But uh, you, you're trying to be Marvel, but you're trying to be Marvel if Marvel just decided to do. They everything started with wrong. the Avengers. Well, they started off with as if they started off with Captain America went straight to the Avengers film afterwards. Yeah, right. Because to be fair, we had Man of Steel. Do you know the Green Lantern film was meant to be a kickoff point for the yeah. Justice League originally. I would rather watch the Green Lantern than Batman yeah. vs Superman. Green Lantern film like isn't great or anything, it's a, but it's a mess for a reason. You can tell yeah. it's been hacked to pieces. Oh, and holy fucks. It, um, it, Peter, Sk- Peter Sarsgaard? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking great. Yeah. That is a great villain, because you feel bad for him. Yeah. You don't feel good about being like, well, that's a villain. You feel Ryan bad. Ryan Reynolds is all right as Hal Jordan. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is The suit looks shit. silly, but the it looks like... Shit. It looked like what a suit made of energy should look like. Yeah. It's just that it's a CGI green suit with a floating head on top of it. Yep. <laughs> it was just it was silly they but, should have gone down the whole um, sort of like make a real suit and then add things to it to make yeah. it look yeah um, I, what I don't get what I really don't understand about DC versus Marvel are the characters are darker they're inherently mm. darker but that doesn't mean the films have to be well, they don't have to be at all no Superman could be really bright and cheery exactly all star Superman like yeah. there's no darkness in that film in that comic that was a why, great one. Why do they not redo the origins of Superman? Well, because Zack Snyder's in charge, and um, they can only show brief. His favourite comics are comics from the early '80s, such as the Frank Miller stuff, yeah, and Alan Moore stuff. Yeah. And Alan Moore stuff's great, but Alan Moore had hope in them somewhere. Yeah, I mean, look at the Killing Joke. It, it's a comic that the final page has one of the best jokes in any in <laughs> any Batman coming comic. out soon as an animated film. Yeah, and and they've. Ripped off a lot of elements of that for this. I am worried that I am forever going to be the person who says they don't like DC because I can't find a film that I like anymore. Not from DC? No. Superman 1. 
But I mean, like now, the Tim Burton Batman's. Yeah, I love those films, but and the modern in the ones. Past. No, <laughs> like the modern films, I can't find any the animated ones. I love the animated films. Yeah, Dark Knight Returns was friggin' awesome. But they're all based on older comics. Yeah. I need something now. You know, like, you you know how you need something to anchor yourself in in your own time. I can't keep talking about Watchmen as if it's the greatest comic ever because Why the Last Man came out in 2001 and that's better to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't talk about Invincible being... being... Watchmen's best, though. (laughs) I can't talk about Superman without now talking about Invincible because Tony Moore has a better character, has more flaws, he's more human. I don't know how I'm meant to jump in on DC. Marvel, it's so easy. I can read Unless Ant-Man. Marvel's a soap opera. I can, yeah, but I can read Ant-Man mm. comics one yeah. week and I can read The Incredible Hulk the next week and each of those characters, their comics feel distinctive. Yeah. They Have you read All-Star Superman yet? Not no. All-Star Superman, friggin... Well, you should read All-Star Superman. I've got it there. Yeah, I will eventually. Um, but you should read friggin' um, American Alien. Yeah, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to... It's going to be Max finished Landis soon. I kind of want to read it all in one go. Max but Landis, what I've read of it's been excellent. Yeah, Max Landis created a Superman that isn't weak but is mm. human yeah and that's all that it needs to be it's not hard mm. but um yeah I, I Ant-Man when the film came out I doubt it was going to be I think if it. they could have a run of a couple of decent films in the DC series the next two they've both got potential because Suicide Squad is going to be something completely be different awful. to all the others it's going to be awful. it's going to be nothing like Batman vs Superman but or is it, Man of Steel yeah what, they don't know what they're doing man like it's honestly it's yeah, but it's completely different. They are aiming it's, for Guardians of the Galaxy, rogues having an adventure. No, they're not. Thing. They're refilming sections to make it funnier because no, they're not. it's so they're serious. They're refilming it to have Adam reshoot some action sequences. Joy Courtney was uh, done. It's not going to be good. It's already funny anyway. Have you seen no, the trailer? It's, it's silly. Yeah, but the trailer's two and a half minutes. That could be yeah. all the jokes in the There's film. two trailers. It's not going to be good, dude. It'll be excellent, trust me. I'm David Ayer. David Ayer made End of Watch, which is one of my favourite films of the last five years. Yeah, trust him. But... Trust him. This is going to be bad. Trust him. It's not going to be his fault. Ant-Man was good. And that's because Edgar Wright laid the groundwork. Another director came along and was completely helped by Marvel's stable of intelligent people trying to do one thing and that's make good movies. Mm. I expected Ant-Man to be shit. I expected that to be the the, the trip. I expected Ant-Man to be where I was like, right, Marvel films are going to be shit now. And no, it was great. Even Age of Ultron is. Well, did is... For the Dark World not make you think? <laughs> I like For the Dark World because <laughs> it's so fucking campy in places. Oh yeah, yeah, true. How 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 do you put how do you put a hundred million dollars? No, seventy million dollars into a film. More than that. And, no, no, it's like seventy million. That costs way. More no, than it's that. like seventy million. How do you put <laughs> you put seventy million into a film and you've got Loki making jokes? through the entirety of it and that's the villain who killed thousands of people only a film before that's fine it's ballsy smart it's great I liked it I liked it a lot For the Dark World I actually thought was really good I did I did For the Dark World was good it's a four film I think it's the second weakest of all the Marvel films yeah but that's still saying that's still 40 (laughs) times better than fucking Man Man of Steel yeah, yeah none of the Marvel films are as bad as Man of Steel like none at all none of them are as bad as Batman Returns. No, not Batman Returns. Batman Batman and Robin. None of them are as bad as any of the DC films. Batman v Robin's still funny. <laughs> In a sort of painful sort of way. Yeah. It, but yeah. It's, it's just... Because at least you got the Mr. Freeze lines. Yeah. <laughs> I but, um, see you. I, I just don't know how they got it so wrong. I don't know how they fucked it up so bad. It makes me angry. 
And it makes me worried because I like Batman. I think Ben Affleck's actually a great Batman. Yeah. And he's the physicality of him. It's the actions that's kind of Yeah. And when he's in the suit as well, he's he's acting like a he's acting like a just a complete drunk. And he's he's acting like an alcoholic. He's reserved, he's within himself, but if someone talks to him, then he easily goes off subject and just disappears. Yeah, you've got to hope your mum's got the same names as well. Yeah, because then he won't kill Pro it. tip to feet, thugs, just say save Martha. Everything's fine. But um, if I, if we did, did we do this last time? Did we predict what the score for Suicide Squad was going to be? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm saying that it's below five. I think, what? Nah. Yeah, below five out of ten in almost every publication. Trust me. It's going to be a fucking mess. It's going to be a mess. There's going to be a forced romance between Will Smith and Margot Robbie. No. Yeah. There's already a sequence of Joker rescuing Margot Robbie in the yeah. trailer. So? Nah. There'll be a forced romance between Will Smith and Margot Robbie. It's going to it's come got out a wife the... and kids. His character. He's got a kid. Yeah, he's got a wife. wife and a kid. Don't yeah. show a wife. It only shows him in a pimp coat with a kid, which is already a sign that the director might be a racist. <laughs> or oh, Will Smith is fucking fashionable as hell. He's, super, he's, he's gone to this phase in acting I was watching him do an interview where he's just like I really don't care about having a big hit now mm. I'm just like I'm going to make whatever I feel might be fun After Earth yeah that's, I think that's what broke his back like, well, no, he, was, he hasn't done a good film since after yeah but I think that's the one that made him think fuck it he's done that friggin one where he plays the Doctor what's his name yeah but the only the only good thing about him. that is in his acting it's his body the way he moves he doesn't <laughs> seem like Will Smith but I wouldn't say that's a good acting job there's still that's that's better than anything I've seen from him in quite a while, but it's still not a good acting job. Yeah. I have zero hope in this movie. You're a terrible person. I you have no soul. I think that <laughs> even You're literally uh, the only person I know seen it and gone, I don't like the look of it. No, I'm not. I I know people that have as well that have turned around and said this looks fucking awful. That'd be cool. And my problem my problem is that it's all this shit that DC is so fucking desperate to do something, like Marvel. As soon as Deadpool's are, oh, Batman vs. Superman, R-rated cut's coming out. It's an extra half hour long. It doesn't need another half hour! It was already rated R, though. It needs to be cut down by an hour. Yeah. But it was already rated R before. Deadpool. <sighs> but Deadpool's the way to do a movie if you want to do an irrelevant, silly film mm. that's about people being killed. I want them to sign a deal with Marvel and do a Deadpool-Marvel Zombies movie. Oh, that'd be fucking incredible. Yeah. Don't die to anything else. Even have the film reference that this is just a standalone thing that has nothing to do with anything else. Just every- but have Robert Downey Jr. as a torso zombie. Yeah, just around. have... <laughs> oh my you just go to everyone who's acting in a Marvel film and just be like, look, we only need you for a couple of minutes. Yeah. Just you can go on stage for a day. Here comes Galactus. We can have him eating Galactus. Oh, that'd be great. Have Captain America eating Galactus's face. It wouldn't need to be a whole film either, would it? It'd need to be 45 minutes towards the end. It would basically be Deadpool gets the teleporter fucks it somehow. Yeah. Like, it gets stabbed or something. And so he's, like, in sliders. <laughs> and he constantly makes jokes about being Jerry O'Connell and keeps switching between dimensions and he finds himself in the Marvel Zombies dimension. pull a um, friggin' Dust Till Dawn and have the film be one thing for the first half hour and then boom, yeah. zombies. Yeah. <laughs> then the last half hour he's like, he's like, oh, I need to find a, I need to find a working power source. Yeah. And because all the plugs are fucked because the zombies have come up so no one's maintaining it anymore, he has to end up running around with a solar panel on his back whilst he kills zombies trying awesome. to charge his, his switch box. Well, I just want a some uh, Deadpool and Squirrel Girl buddy cop movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> could work. Vampirella and Deadpool. Yeah, just more Deadpool, basically. Yeah, basically more Deadpool. But um, I, I want Ryan Reynolds to be reined in. I think that people are gonna, he's gonna start being like, oh, I'm the star of the show. Needs to be reined in. Need to focus on keeping him. What about Van Wilder ex Deadpool? <laughs> <laughs> 
Who uh, who do you think should be the next Deadpool villain? You got like the whole X Men catalogue, isn't it? No, it's going to be about Cable in the next one. Yeah, it's going to be him and Cable, so he's yeah. going to go to the future. They could do um, who's the friggin' one in the future? They could do Apocalypse, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but different Apocalypse. Um, who was I, the villain in the X Force when they were in the future and there was Domino and Mr. all that? Sinister. Yeah, let's do Mr. Sinister. Fuck it. Mr. Sinister needs to be in one of these films. Yeah, you could do Mr. Sinister. And make him super fucking camp. He's I like so I, gay. There was a storyline <laughs> where Mr. Sinister was chopped up in pieces and put in a sarcophagus, and then, like, hundreds of years later, he was, you know, opened up and mm. he went after Deadpool. Nice. Because Deadpool did it by going back in time. <laughs> um, I'd like to see Deadpool take on. Um, there's a really serious comic in which he, he teams up with Wolverine and Captain America because he's causing so much destruction that he, he sort of leads them onto a plane. And then like he's like, oh, so now I've got you guys, your guys' attention. They're like, wait, what? We're trying to catch you because you're causing so much shit. He's like, oh, no, don't worry. No, I just need you to do me a favour. And he <laughs> takes them over to, to Russia. And there's a scientist that's been splicing Deadpool's DNA with other mutants that haven't actually had their um, things wake up yet. Mm. But he's also been adding in stuff like Wolverine's DNA and uh, and Cyclops's DNA and Colossus's. So you've got these knockoff Russian X-Men. They're all mouldy and insane, like Deadpool. Nice. And they sort of team up to take on this scientist with Wolverine and Captain America. I think that'd be fucking great. And that'd be a great send-off for Wolverine as well, because I know that Hugh Jackman's not going to be in it much longer. Well, he's doing Old Man Logan, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. But he needs to he needs to do a film with Deadpool, because those two are in love. Yeah. Did you watch the Eddie the Eagle interview he did? Yeah, yeah. Ryan Reynolds interviewed. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds interviewed Hugh Jackman for Eddie the Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> and then it all, it all went towards Eddie the Eagle there was yeah. no notice of Deadpool in there or anything like that it was no, just no. Ryan Reynolds in I fucking love Ryan Reynolds I think the the marketing for Deadpool is genius hmm. enough yeah. praise about Deadpool though your next review uh, um, Adam Sandler for Batman and Superman Wrestlemania 32 was this past weekend how did you find it I didn't ask anything about uh, this it was pretty shit oh <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the poorest Wrestlemanias ever. I mean a couple of matches were passable um, every single match ended in the most painfully predictable way possible, like like the safest option they could possibly go with, to the point where a stipulation on Shane McMahon versus Undertaker's match was if Shane won, he would get control of Raw, and Undertaker would have to retire. Yeah, Shane didn't win. Yeah, although he did do a big jump off the top of the Hell in a Cell. Good yep. for him onto a good job special prop desk. Um. The next night on Raw, they just gave him control of Raw anyway. Oh. Vince went, you were a tough kid. You faced Undertaker. Have Raw. You faced so that was pointless. man. Um, Roman Reigns won. They started muting the boos from the crowd to make it sound like... No- well, this thing, they don't want the crowd booing them on the live stream. They don't want people to hear the boos. So they mute the crowd. So instead, we have a world champion greeted with dead silence. Um... <laughs> Apathy is worse than no reaction whatsoever. I don't think they've realised this. I completely agree. Um, one match on the card was fucking phenomenal, which was the women's title match, triple threat match. China? They're, no, no. Hey. Chi- she's China does porn now. It was. <laughs> one night in China. It was um, Charlotte Flair versus Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch in the triple threat. They're three wrestlers who were in NXT, tore up the, you know, basically for- forced them to change a whole load of stuff to do with the women's wrestling. And they completely had the best show of the night by far. Although I think it's funny that WWE are finally calling women women in this company. They stopped using the term divas. 
They got rid of the Divas Championship and replaced it with a Women's Championship, which they called the first ever Women's Championship, even though there was literally about 50 years called the Women's Championship. Um, but the Women's Championship belt looks the same as the world title, which is quite cool. Just white strap with red oh. in the background. Oh, right. You mean the men's? Yeah. So they've made it look like the world title, so it's on an equal, you know, to give the impression it's on an equal footing. Yeah. I guess. Equal. Yeah. But different. But, um, yeah, it's actually quite interesting because a lot of the, the women wrestlers who suck are either injured or are stuck in, you know, valet hell where they're just like, you know, being managers for other wrestlers who are never going, they're never going to get anywhere. Um, if you've got a manager in WWE and your name, and his name's not Paul Heyman, your career's over, as far as I can tell. But um, the ladder match was all right. There was a seven-man ladder match. You just said it was the worst WrestleMania ever, and then yeah. you said it's all right. The rest of it was terrible. The thing went on for five hours. Yeah, I know. There was um, oh Snoop Dogg came out and gave a live performance. Snoop Doggy yeah. Dogg. I never realised Sasha Banks' entrance music was by him, and he came out and did a rap. Oh, it was nice of him. Didn't he once yeah. fight in the wrestling? He um, presented an episode of Raw once. That's how he got in the Hall of Fame this year. Oh. Um, Shaq turned up in a battle royale. Oh yeah. That was interesting. Um, He's put on a lot of weight. He sort of like stared down Big Show for a bit and they both got thrown out. Oh. Um, but the thing is, the thing that made it... You guys are too in love. Get out of here. Other than the ladder match was fun, but not brilliant ladder match. It wasn't the best one, but it was had some fun spots and it's some painful looking stuff going on. Okay. Women's title match was by far the best match and that was like main event worthy level match. Yeah. Everything else was just bland. Like the shame that made an Undertaker fight. Like no way should the CEO of a friggin' Chinese company, because that's what Shane does on his real time. Outside mm. of WWE, he runs some Chinese media company or something like that. Okay. Um, no way should the CEO of a Chinese media company be facing off against The Undertaker and holding his own. The Undertaker should decimate him in two seconds. Almost immediately. Yeah, pretty much. And yet he throws himself off the top of the cell, which is about 25 foot full. He's a big guy, though. And he lands on... Not Undertaker. Undertaker was lying down. Undertaker got out of it. Okay. Um, but he lands on the announcer's table, which was, strangely, first time they've ever turned up. These announcer's tables that have, like, four-inch thick rubber on the top of them. Weird that. And there was a big cushion underneath it, like an airbag they'd inflated while he was climbing up Jump, to hide you, it. So when you, he lands, he goes... Pfft. You are so very bitter. I'm breaking kayfabe here. I'm telling everyone how this worked. Max Landis was in the front row of the crowd behind the commentators. Oh. <laughs> but, um... Did he enjoy it? I, f- I think so. Possibly. But, I mean, get, I'm guessing it's different being there. Yeah. Um, my friend Amy was there she enjoyed it the thing yeah. was what probably would have made Wrestlemania not seem quite so bad is if two days earlier they didn't have a show at an NXT event where every single match on the card was fucking awesome probably not <laughs> probably probably would have seemed a lot better if you didn't see something that was better a few days before yeah two days before Samoa Joe got head butted his opponent in the main event and split his eye open and there was blood just gushing down his face and usually in wrestling now they try to stop bleeding whenever someone gets busted open. Yeah. Because they're no one blades anymore. They don't do the blade jobs. They don't cut the heads open on purpose. Yeah. So if someone starts bleeding, especially if it's around the eye, you want to stop the bleeding because you can go blind from that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but they actually, Samoa Joe's so intense that every time they tried to fix his eye up, he just looked pissed off like crazy. Yeah. That his match was getting slowed down. Well, you wouldn't be. Trying to You've only got a limited amount and, of time. It's all... Yeah, but that just built up his, like character. how you felt about him. Mm. Um, they even had like he basically destroyed Finn Balor for about 20 minutes I don't know who Finn Balor is he's an Irish guy he comes down to the ring dressed like a uh, sort of when he's he's got a character called the Beast or something like that where he comes down to sometimes he wrestles as a normal guy but sometimes he's got he's in a demon that's it his demon oh okay and he comes to the ring with like venom looking face paints and pet patterns all over him like a like a colourful version of Gold Dust yeah or El really Diablo dark messed up one is it El Diablo big dreadlocks 
El Diablo from the Suicide Squad. Him. No. Um, <laughs> oh, actually, no. I may be thinking of a character from Virtual Fighter Five. Yeah, basically. Maybe. But yeah, he comes to ring to demonic, cradle filthy sounding music. Oh, Jesus. But um, he's Irish, so he's got a thick Irish accent and looks like a little baby. Um, <laughs> looks like a But, you know, he wears baby. all the makeup to make himself look tough. Yeah. Um, really cool looking makeup, though. He has like a... There's like big old teeth on his chest and the bottom half of his face is the top half of the teeth. So it looks like a big mouth that's open. Oh, okay. It's quite cool looking. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, that match was brutal. That was far better than WrestleMania. The whole of WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, but yeah, next time, WWE, when you have a pay-per-view that people in America pay a lot of money for, and if you're on um, Sky Sports and you want to actually pay for pay-per-view, you pay 25 quid for, um, you don't know, you use WWE Network, it's £10 a month. Yeah. Um, have something happen. Mm. Have something happen that changes something. It's just really disappointing. It didn't really go anywhere. Well, the biggest event of the year, and it's five hours long this year. It's like the Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl of wrestling. <laughs> Except the Super Bowl's real. Yeah. WWE tried to do American football years ago. Vince yeah, had a thing at XFL. They did invent, they were the first sporting event that had um, flyover cameras on wires, and now everyone does that yeah. in live events, which is pretty cool. So yeah. they added something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't make drones though, which are now what everybody uses. Well, they pretty much had the early thing of that, wasn't they? The wires. Yeah, that's true. They had a little motorized, yeah. But, um, yeah, it was a mess. Sorry to hear that, buddy. <laughs> Doesn't matter, I only pay nine ninety nine a month, I get all those other things. If I, that's if I get true. Ball of WrestleMania, if WrestleMania sucks, I go and watch Clash of Champions 25 that from 1990, no, 1986, I think. That's absolutely true. And that's good. Anyway, I'm glad. You, um, you review your last thing, you cock. I am going to review. Um, as my last thing. Um, it better be good. Did you save the best thing for last? I did. We have only just Are you now trying to think of what was bigger than the thing you were going to review? To live. I watched The Fifth Wave. What's that? Is that that Chloe Grace Moritz film? Yeah. Oh, the one where she's like, are you human? No, no, you're not human. No. I know you're human or something. And then she doesn't shoot the guy and then they let have a romance. Me, let me paint you a picture. This is the WWE films, you know. Is it? Yeah, it's probably distributed by <laughs> WWE films. <laughs> Topical. I like it. Let's get excited. Let's talk about film. Yeah. Let's talk about a movie. They do the perch. Imagine if you will. Um, a young girl is uh, is in a world that has been attacked by aliens. The aliens are going to attack in five waves, and those five waves will decimate the human race and mean that the planet can be taken over. Fair um, enough. The first wave is uh, contact, something to do with electronics breaking down. Um, the second wave is uh, is environmental disasters. Uh, the third wave is disease, and then the fourth wave is something like famine, like they get rid of food, crops stop growing properly, Fair and then the fifth wave is unrevealed. That's the title of the movie. Um, probably the thing they should have done from the start: scorched yeah, earth. Probably. Um, so we are introduced to Chloe. Grace Moretz character who is a seemingly normal high school girl who has friends. She's fairly popular. She gets on with everyone. Um, her dad is a local sheriff, I believe. Ron Livingston. It is Ron Livingston. Mm. Well, a very good actor. Mm. Um, he Take his job he, and suck it. Don't yeah. have to work no more. <laughs> he manages to keep his family surviving despite the hard times. Sadly, he loses his wife to the disease, the third wave. Yeah. Um, and they are forced out of their home thanks to the famine. So they leave to go and live in the forest with a small group of survivors. Um, one day, the survivors are, uh, are going about their business and the military turn up. And the military tell them that they have a plan, they have a base, they have um, ways that they can combat the aliens. 
And this is how they're going to do it. And they, they go through the plan. First, they take all the kids to the base because they believe the enemies are on their way. So they don't want to, uh, they don't want to risk the kids being killed by the aliens in the camp. Um, and then all of a sudden everything kicks off. Chloe Grace Moretz is left behind because she goes to retrieve her brother's bear. And she witnesses her dad getting gunned down <laughs> by the military because an incident involving one of the townspeople having a gun again and about so. Leave Schreiber. Leave Schreiber plays the leader of the army. Yeah. Um, and, oh, uh, Maria Bello. Bello? Bello? Replacement Rachel Wise from, uh, The Mummy Free. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she, they are, they are high operating personnel who, once the children arrive, they tell them that aliens have invaded people. They're inside the bodies. That's the fifth wave. They take over your body. And they make you one of them, and they control you like a puppet. And the alien sits you, it sits in the front of your face, not on the front of your face, in, inside, oh, right. underneath the skin and bone. And it controls you like a meat puppet. Sexy. And she shows him one, and she goes, kill him. You keep yawning, I'm really sorry about this. She, she gives him a button, the Maria Bella, and she says, kill him. If you kill him, the only way to kill him is to kill a host, kill him. So he presses the button and kills him, he's like, oh no, oh, I've killed a person. Now I'm going to be an army guy. And so they make him into an army person. All the kids are being made, trained to fight these aliens. Um, Chloe Grace Moretz finally gets to the camp. Um, but as she's about to approach it, she's shot in the leg. Um, she passes out, fakes the blood loss, and is woken to Evan Walker. I can't remember the name of the episode. But Evan Walker is a farm boy who went to MIT. He's very well educated. He has healed her while she has been shot. And he is getting her back to health so that he can help her on her way. Um, turns out, spoilers for anyone who's going to watch the fifth wave, because it's fucking shit, don't watch it. Um, but spoilers for anyone who is going to watch it. Turns out that Evan Walker is actually an alien who has Whoa. been watching her and has fallen in love with her. You okay. see, see, this is one of those young adult trilogy oh. of books. So he's fallen in love with her, and he uses his alien powers, which increase speed and strength, to help her infiltrate the base and save her brother, but not before sharing a tantalising kiss and the oh. possibility of a future not so divided. Oh. Um, this film didn't do very well in the box office. It was made for thirty-eight million. It made a hundred million, which means I only got a, a profit of sixty-two, um, which not, uh, isn't really it's enough more than that for a profit. Yeah, it isn't it's really not how box enough. Office works. <laughs> no, I know. It isn't really enough because you've got distribution, marketing, everything else. And mm. also there's Hollywood accounting, which is very interesting. But um, the film is just not very good. It's not very interesting. Um, Divergent and all those other fucking stupid films are proof that this is no longer money. They so they're still making those bloody Divergent and Maze yeah. Runner films. Yeah. Maze Runner's not bad. Yeah. But Maze Runner's not bad for a reason that I've explained previously on this podcast. Mm. Maze Runner is something that's about physicality. Whereas this is about people fighting, people fighting imaginary graphics. Because it found, it, it turns out towards the end that all the kids are being implanted with a little chip and then given these goggles. When you look through the goggles, anyone who has an alien turns out agree. So it's the shades from they live. But it actually turns out it's not, it's not those people that are green because they're aliens. It turns out it's because they don't have an implant. Oh. So they're tricking them into killing their parents. Thus making them the fifth wave. Ah, There's too much shit going on there. It's just stupid. Um, but I I try, I try and watch these films because they are films. And The Hunger Games had some appeal to it. I liked the first two. 
The last two were shit. Just overwrought shit. I thought the third one. Was it the third one? Yeah. I can't remember. Where she was doing the propaganda. Yeah, at least had a theme going on. Yeah, but it's the problem so is the first one's all right. You know, you know the you know the the whole thing about propaganda and stuff. There's a lot of conversations that feel like it's just people silently staring at each other and being like, mm. Mm. "That's because the book was as long as the second one." Yeah, but contained, but that could only they only needed one film. So why don't they just make one film for the third one and just have it one, two, three? Why why don't they do that? Um, with Divergent, they're doing the same thing. There's a two part finale, isn't there? Yes. Yeah. And those films are shit. Their box yeah. office is horrible on them right now. They're going down. What was the other one they tried to do? Them Mortal Instruments? Yeah, the Mortal Instruments that failed completely. Maze Runner almost failed completely, but that yeah. had a return of quite a bit on the first film. It was fairly low budget. Hmm. The second one... All right, so... I haven't seen the second one. Well, I don't I haven't seen either of them. But... No. The Fifth Wave. The Fifth Wave is just terrible. It's That's really boring. It's really boring. <laughs> it's really uninteresting. It's based on a romance novel that's exactly the same as Twilight, and Twilight was boring shit and uninteresting. And that started this whole fucking thing. Um, but um, I'm going to give it an Adam Sandler. It's another Adam Sandler this month. And it's really disappointing to do that because Chloe Grace Moretz, she's quite a good actress. Um, Ron Livingston, quite a good actress. Leif Schreiber, quite a good Not actress. Real, yeah, Mara, Mara. yeah, Leif Schreiber and Ron Livingston are both good actresses. Actor, sorry, yeah. <laughs> um, well, they can play actresses if they want. Leif Schreiber can play whoever he wants. Yeah, he's yeah. great. Have you seen Goon? Great movie. That Goon is a Tom actor. No, I saw him with Sabretooth, though. <laughs> Let's he might be go. back in the next let's, Wolverine film. Let's not go into that, shall we? Get Triple H to do it. Um, so anyway... Well, so there's already had a wrestler playing him originally. It was Tyler Mayne. Yeah, it was, yeah. He was part of the Tower of Power. He was tag teaming with The Undertaker when he was known as me, Mark Calloway. Triple 90, H played 90. a vampire in the Blade movie, and that's a yeah. Marvel film. So he's in there. He's in the Marvel Universe. Oh, as dear. is Ryan Reynolds. Was. Um, <laughs> so, so um, yeah, that was a, that, that a strip Adam Sandler. But um, talking about The Maze Runner, have you seen the first one? No. Nah. First one's quite a kinetic film. It's almost like it's been directed by Sam Raimi Light. Yeah. It's all about movement, all about energy. The maze moves and changes. There's monsters. These monsters it's like jump. Cube maze. Yeah, yeah, a bit like you. Um, these monsters jump slug things that have like fucking metal arms. A bit like Crack Fox on Crack. Nice. Um, and it's and it's it's really interesting. And they're all good actors. All really good young actors, except for the woman. I don't. She's not very good. She was in Skins. <laughs> Yeah, um, but anyway, so Maze Runner One <laughs> was all about being contained in that area, and they broke out at the end. Yeah, like lots of them broke out. Maze Runner Two is about them finding out that it's all an experiment to test people to find out who has a certain level of intelligence, and also who has been stabbed by these creatures within the maze. So it's to do with the process of it all and all this other shit. But you can't be uh, you can't be affected by the outside. There's like a blight that's traveling across the land, destroying everything. Fair enough. Um, and so, so they're basically grown in this environment where they can monitor everything, keep it going, keep it lush, keep it green. These people were naturally raised, and it sort of gives them immunity to the blight. Mm. I don't know why. Maybe it's the green versus the red. It's a lot like the DC. That's not how inoculations DC. work. I know, but maybe it's like the DC, the underlying DC thing. You know, like the greens, greens, uh, um, the green swamp thing. The red is Animal Man. No. Okay. <laughs> all right. Anyway, ignore that. Um, so the Maze Runner 1, it's all about that. Um, Maze Runner 2, they find out there's a big conspiracy. They have to escape. And even that escape thing, you know how in other young adult films they'd be like, they'd be like, oh, I'm in love with a guard and he's going to help me get out. In that, they're just fucking shooting people with tasers. One Asian nice. kid knees a guy in the fucking chest and it's awesome. Sweet. It's better than the action in Batman vs Superman. This kid, he's running down a corridor and they're all running away from this dude. He's like, stop, stop. And they get around a corner and they're a good, good, like 50, 60 meters ahead of this guy. And he just stops and he's like, 
and they're like, what are you doing? And he's like, he's, he's counting his head and he's like, all right, start darting back towards this corner. And as this guy just comes around, immediately he's met by a flying knee from this kid and taken down. I was like, sweet. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, and then they get outside. It's all fucking desert. It's all ruined. It's a bit like, um, it's a bit like, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of something other than the last Resident Evil. It's a bit like that, but more, uh, but more organic. So it's more was like it Resident cliffs. Evil Three was the one with the desert one. Yeah, it? yeah. It's more like that. It's it's a bit like that, but more organic. It's like cliffs. There's no like open expanses. Yeah. It's all scenery. Yeah. It's all stuff going on. Um, they get to like a mall, and the mall's completely abandoned. There's fires going on in it, and um, and they get to the bottom, and then there's fucking zombies in it. And I was like, well, this is fucking insane. This is campy as <laughs> shit. There's zombies now. This is a horror movie in a twelve. There's like fucking proper zombies. Like these nice. are. Like, and one of them bites a kid, the kid gets left to die. Hot. It bites another kid, <laughs> and that, it turns out that the Maze Runner people, they, their blood can stop the blight. So they use the blood to make like a temporary cure, but this person's probably gonna die anyway. There's fucking prostitutes in this weird gambling town. Sweet. It just goes off the chains. It's really camp as well. Again, it's really fucking camp, because all the dialogue is, is said by adults with like a tinge of like, yeah, we need you. So, dead or alive, we can take your blood, so who gives a fuck? Stop running. <laughs> but they just keep running and um, and yeah I oddly enough against everything I fucking I don't know why but I can get into the Maze Runner films I can get into the Maze Runner films I can watch the Hunger Games I can I just this fifth wave thing just, <laughs> and that divergent shit it's just fucking stupid <laughs> oh I love you uh, I'm 15 but you're 30 so that's fuck that's fine creepy that's fine creepy Miles Teller is the best thing about those films and Miles Teller is the best thing because he keeps saying look we're fucking stupid for doing this I'm going to rat you out I'm only kidding guys it was all so I could help you in the end I'm not fucking kidding I'm going to rat you out again and they keep letting it back in oh Jai Courtney died in real life no in the second one oh did he play a character in this one he played it he he does he does he just plays an arsehole he's just like I'm going to take you in fuck you and your stupid little romance with this little bitch I'm fucking taking you in and the guy's like magnum boom to the face but you don't get to see it obviously they cut away to just a single tear rolling down the man's cheek because he killed but yeah no I give the Maze Runner um, it's a solid yeah the Maze Runner 2 I was that got got Nam Sana but the Maze Runner the Maze Runner 2 I give that I give that a solid. That's not what you review. So Jerry O'Connell. Count. Jerry O'Connell. He's done all right for himself. Is he's he? not great. Mm. But he's done all right for himself. He's he fixed himself up a lot. Considering the first one, he's a bit chubby. Didn't really know where he's going. And now he's pretty sexy and married to Rebecca Roman Stamos. Oh dear. And Poor also, girl. also, Sliders was badass. <laughs> For the first two series. For all the series. Mm. When his brother took over, because he merged with someone else. Oh, dear. Straight back into it. Rembrandt, he was there till the end. Yeah, the only one, I think, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. John Rice Davies? He, yeah, he quit after three seasons. He's a he? racist anyway, so he Yeah, fair enough. Gimli, yeah. the cunt. <laughs> like, I don't care if you're an elf, just as long as you stay in your country. <laughs> no, racist. <laughs> racist prick. All right, anyway, that's my last review. Well done. Congratulations. Sorry, right, I didn't do too badly this time. Yeah. Yeah, the podcast now thirty five minutes though. Yeah, I know, but there's like thirty six. There's like forty minutes of silence. <laughs> oh well. All right. Anyway, you can find me at Crit Apocalypse on Twitter, and you can find Anna LV fifty four Space Monkey, or on his website, The Film Dump. Uh, he also has a YouTube channel, Mellow Gaming, and I have one, Cinema Again. 
You can also find me Twitch streaming on Cinemageddon, but if you follow me on Twitter, you'll see when I'm doing it. Follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook and MySpace. SoundCloud. Grinder. SoundCloud. iTunes. Windows Media Player, where available. Yeah. Oh, you can find us. Friend face. Find us in your mum's bed, because she's a slag. Have a week.